Pints and Vibes Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Vibes Podcast. Tights and Vibes. A podcast up in my soul. Something, something, something. Cody Rhodes. We did it, y'all. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. He could Nailed have it. that. You were just missing the, uh, there is only one wrestling podcast. Oh, thank you very much, Drop Julian. In, well Julian. done. Snap, snap, snap. That's why you're the producer. <laughs> That's why you're the producer. You were li- literally, okay, I'm going to get to the podcast, but literally most of our uh, tweet thread or our, 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 uh, group chat right now is just me being like, Julian, can you remind me of this? Can you remind me of that? Because he is so on top of it, welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves, um, and the Julian that none of us deserve. I'm Sister Danderful, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, Somebody Kept My Mama. Somebody did Somebody kelk, kelk My, my mama. mama. I mean, I, that's obvious, isn't it? Because I am here. So someone certainly did kelk my mama, and it was my father. I mean, well done for being factual and entertaining, Julian. Just killing it today. Julian is out here. <laughs> slaying slaying julian is trolling me because i watched that amazing chargers anime video where they fully disrespected my seahawks but it was amazing and now he's wearing his chargers jersey um yeah danielle just said nani (laughs) (laughs) week six into week seven broke my heart it took 300 episodes but we got the weebs guys we We got got the weebs weebs. we did it It is our first episode after the Max Fun Drive. Y'all, thank you all so much. Y'all are so beautiful. We added 181, I'm going to say it again, 181 brand new or upgrading Max Fun members to support us at Tights and Fights. I can't even, it's amazing. And I I guess um, some, uh, one of my ex-boyfriends, not one of the shitty ones, told me recently he was at a bar and someone mentioned Tyson fights and I, I'm always like no one listens to this podcast um but y'all, y'all do I always you just listen say, did they meet did someone us. mention tights and then a little bit later in the conversation fights but no they meant actual Tyson fights <laughs> they meant actual us because of your generous love and outpouring of support and gosh darn it we fucking adore you we're gonna be doing a these are our main events episode a cookie Sean recasting of a Sean Michaels promo. Hal's not here, but Hal's ready. <laughs> let's make promises um, for Hal. Let's make promises for let's Hal. Let's make promises for Hal. He's so let's pleased make about this. For Hal. He's definitely not worried about the integrity of his voice. And he's very, very, very no. pleased to do this for all of us. He, I mean, he actually is, but it is one of those things where it's like, I, I, like as, uh, as a fellow voice actor, um, I, I couldn't keep up that voice for 90 minutes. So we're going to, we might switch off. We'll figure it out. Hal's definitely going to do a do bunch it. of them. We might switch he's off. He's talked to Cookie Sean and gonna he's going to be in. more and more terrible uh, as I they I thought that was um, uh, your impression of what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Holmes? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 100%. You are right. I mean, I, I often go into deep voice because I think it's funny and I naturally have a deep voice. And and like, I, anyway, I just did a whole um, RPG where I did that voice and it was like, oh, this hurts. Um, <laughs> I don't know how she did this. Oh, because scamming. And in addition to that, we're going to do probably my favorite thing, a commentary track for a WWE film. In the group chat, uh, we, we've given suggestions 
but we're going to figure out what that's going to be. <clears throat> the Marine with Becky in it. Please, please, be <laughs> the Marine with Becky in it. And that's the one that we want to do it. With that being said, being part of the Nation of Conversation and being so generous is that we get to give out some tights and fights wrestling nicknames. <clears throat> so let's go. John the Don Sanders. Alejandrina ain't no Mina Burrell. Oh, hi. That's Julian's fucking mom. Aww, <laughs> I know. That was actually really good. <laughs> she was worried you guys were going to mispronounce it. I'll tell her that you guys got it yeah, on the I mean, that's how much we cared about it. We were like discussed who was going to do it. And it was the person who was able to do it without butchering it. So that's how much we care, Julian's mom. Uh, which this one's much easier. So I appreciate that. Aaron hates to Bragsdale. Bragsdale. Georgina, shock and awe. Amanda, all's well, cold well. Benjamin David, Beast and Burly Curly. I would be in a tag team called Beast and Burly. Beast and Burly, fucking come That's the on. fucking best tag team name of all time. Well done, Benjamin Yo, David. Which, okay, which one of us is the Beast and which one of us is the Burly? What I think is nice is we can both be Beast and Burly. That's what I like about it. I mean, you would have to pick one or the other, but, you know, we, we get to be both. Burly Beasts. I think it's just because I'm tall. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I'll take you Amazing. Then. Darren... Launch the attacks in Jackson. God damn it, Julian. <laughs> friend of the pod and our new best friend of the pod. You gotta believe Steve Yumius. Hopefully no. they were all right. <laughs> like people are writing and like that's I, I not really, how you pronounce uh, um, Burrell. And also, <laughs> you can literally just tell us if we uh, fuck that up and we will redo it because um, as someone who used to host open mics, knowing what someone's name uh, actually sounds like is very important. So please tell us if we fucked your name up. Now, on to some other things that made us not as happy as all of you being kind and amazing and wonderful, but did make us happy. Lindsay Kel, yes. what have you enjoyed from wrestling this week? I enjoyed wrestling, um, which is fun and not always a given. I mean, what I want to talk about mostly that I enjoyed was Backlash, which I thought was really good. And I will say I went in with absolutely really? zero expectation. And I think that really worked for me because I forgot it was happening. I thought mm. the majority of the, of the return matches were better than the WrestleMania matches. So that was fun. I'm really enjoying Cody and I hate myself. Cody is so fucking over. I know. He is so over. And I do feel like, ah, oh, man, I do feel like, I, look, I don't know what happened. We've heard interviews. We've heard people talking about things. Some of us watched an entire like, two hours of a fucking Broken Skull podcast about it. Exactly. And so it is like, you can tell when someone is either, like a performer especially, because this is what we do, you can tell when a performer is like either burnt out or doing the job because they know that it's their job and they're trying their best but they're fully not fucking into it. We can all smell a contractual obligation from a mile away, I think is what we know. Is what we know. Yeah. Uh, and that's this what we is know. not that. And um it I again it's like it's not an AEW thing. This is exclusively a Cody thing. It just makes more sense here. He fits in here. Like, he is a raw guy. He just is. The kids love him. People are singing his song. People are singing his goddamn song. Um, I, People are singing wow. his song like uh, like they do Jericho. Like, yep. it is wild. For me, yo, there was a moment in the tag match 
between obviously Boss and Glow, and then um, I don't, uh, what are we calling them? Um, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, where Naomi busts it, and once again, Black Twitter found it, and they don't know wrestling, but they know what's good. They will always find Naomi, and I. I love that for Black Twitter. Like, I obviously have no opinions about Black Twitter and will never ever attempt to voice anything approximating one. <laughs> but I love love. Not even in private. Nope. Yo, nope. this isn't one of those things where it's like, no, in private, she says a bunch of stuff. She's literally like, not it's my not place. Not my place. And we hang out. All I can the time. observe and I can enjoy, but I will not yeah. opine because it's not my observe place. Observe and protect. Right? Um, and ally and it's... stand beside and fucking amplify and and celebrate and then keep my fucking mouth shut because uh, i am a lady on the internet and i know my place uh but fucking beautiful i love love and i love when people find things that they love and that to me is so beautiful every time naomi is celebrated we are all celebrated we are all celebrated i'm crying because i love all of us so it's amazing so we're going to talk about some other news from the week we did already kind of cover cody rhodes beating um Seth Rollins again. But he did the tights. He had a handful of tights. It's so sneaky. He's I not a pure, un- pure a sneak face. Sneak. And I love that. I like that too. Because it's like, oh, they're not just going to put him over as a, you know, pure hearted, absolutely just uncorruptible John because Cena nonsense. He's, he's going to be like, guess what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to win, motherfuckers. I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm like, yeah, he's got to be the guy that takes it off Roman. I think he's got to be the guy. I think he's got to be the guy. It it is one of those things where it's like, I swear to God, I love all wrestling. So I don't want to be like, oh, I love Cody now, but I hated him before. didn't hate him before. He's better booked now. As we said, when he was in AEW, this does not fit here. Like, we were like, this does not make sense here. We said that. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things does not belong. Yeah, because it belonged on Raw, uh, it turns out. And that's, do you know what? Like, to some people, that's a compliment. To some people, that's a massive, massive insult. I enjoy AEW for what it is and the slot that it fills in wrestling. I enjoy WWE for what it is. Like, when he got on the indies, we all got excited because it was like, oh, someone who is very much a WWE guy is trying something different. That's cool. Love that for him. new. But all of us always knew that he was like, that wasn't where he belonged. No, no, that's how you end up as three-star Cody. You know, like that's how you become three-star Cody. I'm only going to say this once today and then I'm not going to bang on because there's a bunch of stuff I enjoyed about AEW this week. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, Raw to me is like a Vegas buffet. Right? So there's like everything you could possibly Mm. want is on that buffet. Some of it fucking sucks. Mm. Some of it's disgusting. Some of it's been on that buffet for way too fucking long and they need to turn it over. Some stuff they don't leave it out long enough because I didn't get to get enough of it. And sometimes you get one thing on that buffet that is so incredible you keep going back to that buffet and sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not but you keep going because you're like maybe it's there. There's a little bit of something for everyone on that buffet and if it's not all for you, that's a buffet. That's how it works. If Raw is a buffet, Dynamite is a pizza place because all they got is pizza but they've got some really amazing pizza amazing some really incredible pizza they've also got some pizza that's not so great they've got some pizzas that they're just not executing very well because they haven't really tried to do that pizza very well but if you want pizza and all you want is pizza you should definitely go to the pizza place. If you kind of want a little bit of pizza that's probably not as good as the pizza that you get at the pizza place, you can get some on the buffet. It just won't be as good as the pizza place pizza. So if all you want is pizza, 
go to the pizza place. If you want a little bit of everything, go to the buffet. Even if you don't like that pizza, you know, they bought one of those uh, uh, wood stoves. Yeah. They have they got all kinds of that, pizza. Uh, they have that pizza stone that Gwyneth Paltrow has. And sometimes they're like, yo, I came up with something brand new that's like amazing and like it hits all of your senses. And sometimes they're like, I'm going to do a pineapple and olive pizza. Yeah. And we're like, sometimes no they just pulled a frozen that. pizza out of the, the, the refrigerator that's been there for like a while, you know, and <laughs> it's not specific. as good as it could have been. <laughs> Cody's something that sometimes you would get it in a pizza place, but he's not pizza. Maybe he's a garlic knot. Like, I don't know. Oh. Oh. Accompanies the pizza okay, but it's not, you know, necessary. No, but it is delightful if you're eating something else right? and someone gives you a garlic knot, you're not going to turn it down. We'll go back to AEW because I want to talk about a lot about the show. I really enjoyed a lot of it. A lot of it is Thunder Rosa. Well, uh, but... Edge beat AJ again because everyone beats AJ now. Whatever. He's getting a check. He's it's old fine. and he believes the earth is flat. He, I know he says he doesn't, but he fucking does. I know he says he's just he asking doesn't, questions. But Uncle Alan for sure has some questionable views about things that I believe in. And I know that for sure. Uh, so keep on beating Uncle Alan. I'm happy to have my Bullet Club like 18.0 or whatever the fuck it is now. Uh, so I'm enjoying it. I like to see Finn work. I like to see Finn playing with his friends. I'm I'm fine with I it. Do. I'm fine with it. And I'm I, I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley, Judgment Day. I popped for that so hard. It's the first time in a long Y'all time I went, know. ooh. Like I had a physical and visceral reaction to pulling that that look to camera. You people. An unholy union just grew even stronger. Rhea Ripley standing side by side with Edge. And y'all know how hard I pop for when someone has a stable, which is a mixed stable. And that's one of those things I will 100% give AEW credit for because they started making that more common and now WWE is getting back to making that more common. I mean, if only the women were allowed to wrestle in, in the AEW stables. But I mean, you know, aside from that, yes. But they're there. They are there. They are there. They're there. They are there. Also, speaking of people who are there, Alexa Bliss. She's there. Is there. She, there she was. Yeah. She's, she's still got that fucking doll. I really thought we might have moved on from that now. This would have been the time. Do you think it's because she doesn't care or do you think it's because creative doesn't care but Vince keeps saying, pop her back in? I think that they genuinely want someone who brings in that supernatural element, but they don't know how to do that anymore. I don't need it because I've got Judgment Day being creepy and and gothy and I don't need straight up supernatural. You can just do that with Edge. Yeah, if I can have... Edge is already... It's built in. It's canon. If I can have creepy and gothy, I don't need supernatural, honestly. Um, And Alexa doesn't even play on that anymore it's just now she's just got a doll and now it's just weird yeah. now it's just like yeah. that friend that like has too many toys or if you want to create another huge supernatural character um edge is the one you do that with i mean i just i love what we have now i i love what we have, have now i don't need that. needed anything as much i didn't know how much i needed it until Rhea stood in front of finn 
to stop him <gasps> from jumping. And I was like, oh, it turns yeah. out I have a need. And it is not a need for speed. It is a need to see Rhea Ripley put her hands on Finn Balor. I just, I just genuinely yeah. have never wanted to see someone throw another human across a room so badly. Yeah. Because like, you know he would sell for her so hard and you know they would actually have a great in-ring moment. It would actually it be, would be a so very good. great... Like, two, I know we won't get a full match. No, In my of heart of hearts, not. I want it. I know we won't. But if we just get, like, two moves... Yeah. And you know what we could on. have? We could have a mixed triple tag sitch of AJ, Finn, mm-hmm. and Liv versus mm-hmm. Judgment Day, or even just Finn and Liv versus Damien and Rhea. Just, I know, I'm. this is all yours for free, WWE Creative. This is yours. Have it. Take it. Please. Take it. Please take it. But I think that would be really, really fun, even if they're keeping Edge out of the ring for a while. Edge and his new haircut, which I thought was a bit short on top, but that's just me. It, it's not mullety. Yeah, it just it felt like it stopped a bit short. Sonia Deville, I mean, yeah, she's not like GM or whatever she was Doesn't doing. Matter. They didn't know anymore. So she's not that anymore. But as long as I see her suits somewhere. <laughs> that's what Instagram TV, is for. Instagram somewhere. Thank you. And obviously, Asuka wrestled her match against Bianca Belair. I loved it. I love them. I loved Becky Uh, on commentary, too. Like, I mean, that... Oh, Becky. That... Those glasses, come on. (laughs) I loved it so much. She knows what we need. I always want Becky on commentary if she's not in the ring. She's just so good. Why is she so good at everything she does? It was already going to be a great match between Asuka and Bianca, and she elevated it further. And then elevated it. How? How? I mean, what... And then there's people out there saying like, well, women's wrestling isn't as... And I'm like, shut up. Literally don't want to hear a word uh, because clearly that was the fucking highlight. Also, I guess... Um, hmm. Asuka is so over right now, which she yes. absolutely should be at all times. She's um, a mommy, check out but her she's Twitter. behaving like baby. I, I'm like, I know you speak it's perfect amazing. English, so I know you are choosing to um, put this on as part of your role. As she always does. Yeah, Yo, but that was like fucking I, great. I, she literally talks the same way I do. If you go back and you watch a bunch <laughs> of her and you watch her now, she's literally like on her YouTube channel being like, oh, easy peasy. Like she speaks English like she but she's doing this. It's a character. But she's so over right now that Bianca felt heelish. Yeah, a little. A little. Because it's like, a how do you bit. have anyone? Like when she Oscar smacked her right down, now? people were like, we're not into no, it. No. And I, I'm down to have Oscar Becky before anyone you know interferes in a yeah. i mean I, I i hate myself for it but like anything becky does becky's tweets during backlash when she was like anyone uh, she, oh i when i had the title i defended it on every pay-per-view and bianca responded to yeah. it and, and becky responded to bianca saying i was talking about roman i'm like oh she's just so bloody good but bianca does need she's to be so a little good. bit careful because becky is so over and oscar is so over and bianca is also so over but I, th- I would just remove Bianca from that situation immediately mm. and give her something else to do because she is at a risk of being the least yes. over part of that triumvirate and not through any fault of her own, just by the fact that Becky and Oscar are new shiny things that are back, right? So Yeah, and, and literally unless you want to turn her heel yeah. and y'all know. I mean, I'm ready I, you for know, it, I, I, but I don't think I it's I love time. heel Bianca. Yeah. I don't think it's time. I think she needs to be a face for at least another yeah. cycle. And then maybe next WrestleMania. You have a couple of things. They have so many great 
pathways and stories right now. They could do something, Bianca, Alexa. If Alexa is back, we could build something there. Uh, you could mm-hmm. do Alexa, um, Bianca, Rhea. Uh, now that Rhea is in oh Judgment Day, God. but I mean, again, yes. you don't need to. I think it's really fucking great that there are so many options right now for women's storylines that are not title related, and I am as mm-hmm. excited, if not more excited, than I am for the title stories, which is just such an achievement. Which is why I am so happy about Rhea joining Judgment Day because she still feels very important. And then, yeah, we're gonna uh, AEW now. Doing the whole Orin Hart Memorial Tournament. Yeah, I love it. Which I have been loving. Yeah, it's fun. And it gives everyone something to do. Because um, I've been so I've been so perplexed about the Adam Cole of it all. Uh, because obviously he's lost Same. his title matches. Um, mm-hmm. What's he going to do? You don't bring Adam Cole over and just leave him hanging because he's got nothing to do. That's weird. Uh, but also yeah. you can't keep putting him into title matches and telling us he's important if he keeps losing clean so it's kind of weird so it makes sense to me that he but is doing they are well doing, here like this whole tor- yeah this whole tournament is basically like um which is interesting um but everyone even though brett's not there everyone is doing brett yes shit. i know and brett's like, every home watching his like, simpsons oh. episode going like they did what now uh and it's, it's fine <laughs> it's fine i i mean i i'm enjoying it i it feels important um and i think that's a real achievement because one of my issues with aw of late and we're going to talk about the hangman of it all um it's interesting because our main event today is about um roman and charlotte and their title reigns, yeah. but I think there's a really interesting parallel to the title reigns on AEW right now of Thunder Rosa and Adam Page. And mm. I think AEW has a problem sometimes in making their title, their main titles feel important. It's almost like they think the title in and of itself makes it important. It doesn't. That's not how and it that's works. The thing. Like, I feel like they've invested so much time in making the TNT title feel important because it was new. And they invested so much time mm-hmm. in making the host title feel important because it was new. But it feels like they forgot that they needed to give their main champions. The, the, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, they're supposed to be the big old champions, right? The heavyweight champions. Yes. They forgot to make them feel important. And I feel like Adam Page is trying really hard with this punk stuff, but I do mm, not mm-hmm. see how he can go into that match as the face, even though they've got punk healing out. But everyone's thrilled totally. that punk is healing out. Everyone's like, this because is the we fill like we want. We this enjoy is the it. fill we need. Last week, you also said you weren't going to shake my hand, that you were going to destroy me. Well, I just destroyed your boy. That's a blueprint for what I'm going to do to you. And whether you like it or not, at the end of the night, double or nothing, you will shake my hand, whether you're conscious or unconscious. And I am curious to see if Punk puts him over, mm-hmm. if this will be Punk's like big sacrifice to put will. him over and try and like really boost Paige. Well, but then Punk has said he wants that title before he leaves, and he said he's not planning to be there a long time. So do they take it off of Paige, put it on Punk, and then what I was thinking would be super fun, because I'm like, I'm a wrestling fan, we love to book shit. What if Punk Punk had a career match? Like, what if Punk loses (gasps) in a career match? 
could even have Paige be the one to retire him. And maybe that, you know, have Paige lose at this pay-per-view and then have Paige retire him later on. And maybe that makes Paige feel really important. But they have so many people there now that they have to make feel important because they have signed them and under like a lot of drama and a lot of production. And it keeps on coming. There's more people are coming, you guys. Honestly, there hasn't been a main heavyweight championship reign really that has felt desperately important. Has I mean, I really? Agree. Kenny's was a disappointment. And as Kenny's biggest yeah. fucking fan. Um, well, because it, it wound up being like it wasn't important enough for him to be the AEW champion. He had to be champion everywhere. Yeah. And it's yes. like, yeah. I understand so that they were like, you know, doors that you can't that are forbidden like whatever <laughs> and they're trying to establish all of these titles yes. because they are a new fed i could see the logic in being like well our top champion is so good he's the top champion everywhere and it's like you got to do that later yeah. yeah you have to make this title feel more and important. and that's why i think it's so fantastic that the owen hart tournament really does feel important and it really i, I love that the matches are given time i love that they are giving them real stakes i love that they had ftr versus ftr you know i love that that happened it, it made it feel that, really important oh. it made the match this week against adam cole feel really important um, yeah, I, Dax like feels like I am invested in yes. him as a singles performer yeah. as I have not been ever. Yeah. So I loved it. I, I I thought AEW was really fun. I enjoyed my pizza this week. Thank you. Most of the pizza it was, was good great. Pizza. Yes. Oh, it was amazing. And it was like, uh, uh, not only was it like the pizza that like, you know, the, the regular pepperoni and stuff, it was also like one of those weirdo specialty pizzas that I like, like the ones <laughs> you get from Pagliacci's in Seattle. This is not a plug. I was back home recently. <laughs> if you have any thoughts about everything we've talked about, and you know you do, you can tell us all about it in our Facebook group. Plus, you can hear more about what we thought about wrestling on our Twitter pages. Find links to both in our show notes. Now, when we come back, SmackDown is going to make do without its two biggest stars. We're going to talk about it. That's up next on Titan Fights. We've got breaking news from our friends at Soylent. For years, food was thought only to be possible with items you left your house to purchase. That's right, Lindsay. Driving out to a store, waiting in lines, paying for unhealthy drive-in food. Truly a nightmare of inconvenience. Absolutely correct, Danielle. But now there's a brand new way that is healthy, tasty, and delivered right to your door. I've become a witch. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) You got it, Lindsay. It's Soylent. Get your curated order in healthy squares or delicious drinks like the Soylent Complete Meal. And you've got to give it... Why am I now doing mid-Atlantic? Um, <laughs> um, and you've gotten to give this a taste, right, Lindsay? Exactly right, Danielle. I'm a 1940s newspaper girl, and I'm going to start saying things like this. Lickety split, got to get this right. It's tasty, ready-to-drink, plant-based shake with tons of protein in great flavors like chocolate, vanilla, mint, strawberry, and more. And the only thing better than convenient and delicious food is getting it for a discounted price. Isn't that right, Danielle? Ah, you're my girl Friday. Sorry, out of character. You have overloaded the maximum correctness, Lindsay. Go to Soylent.com slash tights and use the promo code tights to get 20% off your first order. That's Soylent.com slash tights and promo code T-I-G-H-T-S. 
extra, extra all ships at sea for 20% off your first order. Who'd have thought you'd be so correct, Danielle? And look out for mine and Danielle's remake of The Thin Man coming in 2023. <laughs> yeah, we should make the apartment, though. That's we later, should, though. but we should, we, remake, should though. we should rewrite the apartment. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on Maximum Fun... Dot org or wherever you get your podcasts your podcasts welcome back to tights and fights i'm danielle radford and i'm joined today by Lindsay Kelly. goddamn right i am time to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention this is our main event. Let's get ready to oh. Anal bleeding. Whoa! Holy shit! WWE I love Kate! I hate ducks! On a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? Oh, we should probably <laughs> add the, is this a fiend to that? Sorry, Julian. We should probably add, is this the theme to that? Poor McAfee. <laughs> Poor McAfee. He's going to probably be announcing for the NFL. He'll be fine. And it Living was. his dream. He's living his dream. Yes. So, uh, as most of us know, although I guess that there are people who just listen to us recap wrestling instead of watching wrestling, which, like, I get. You crazy kids. That's you wild. crazy kids. We love you. You're so great. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Charlotte Flair and Roman Reigns have run roughshod over SmackDown for, like, a while. Like, obviously, like, Charlotte is Charlotte. So she has never not been Charlotte and in the major picture. Roman Reigns. Whether we liked it or not, and we love it now, has always been in the like main event picture. And now they're both gonna like uh, take a little sabbatical, take some time off um, for injuries. In one case, is what they are saying about Charlotte. I don't know if that's kayfabe or if that's She's not. She's getting kayfabe. married to a boy. She's getting married to a boy. And good for I her. I don't know if that's the same thing, but that's I would want some time off to get married to a boy. Yeah. It's like a big deal and so i'm saying that and i got like four days off to get married to a boy but she's getting like a summer but that you know she's charlotte the summer so of charlotte yeah and then roman reigns has said that uh or, or um, roman reigns did have um uh, an announcement at a show where he was like i don't know how long i'm gonna be here i don't know if i'm gonna be back and so he is taking a sabbatical as well and so now we have to have more people kind of step up and you know carry the weight of the show on their shoulders which really has been Gosh, for uh, WWE for a million years, Charlotte and Roman doing big, 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 big work. So we're going to start with Charlotte. So what did you think of her I Quit match um, where she dropped the title? I mean, (laughs) it was to the lady, wasn't it? It was to the lady Um, and I don't like her. um, Um, So, you know, 
It was fine. I thought it was a better match again than their the previous. Agreed. You know, I always hate to compliment that fucking oh, woman. Oh, I really... Uh, but she really but tried. But it was a good match mm-hmm. and she really did seem invested mm-hmm. and um, makeup and hair still hate her. So as long as that... God, long live God. that and that that means I'm still into it. <laughs> I can't see her being around that long. She so I is. don't really mind. And it had to be someone big to take it off of Charlotte. It really did. To to keep Charlotte safe for when she comes back, Agreed. it had to be someone as big as Ronda. Yep. That's where the, I was going to say the charm, the charm of the match laid mm-hmm. in, it, in its brutality. The charm um, of the match. <laughs> yes, one enjoyed the brutality of the match. One enjoyed the potential arm breakings. Um, but it really did feel like someone was going to lose an arm. It did. Charlotte's taunting and Charlotte's verbals on Ronda was so brutal. She really had to lose. It was like the equivalent of watching someone kill someone at the beginning of SVU and being like, well, we know where you're going to be by the end of this episode. It had to, you know? There's, look, and we can say what we want about either of them and their levels of enthusiasm and where they've come in, but when it comes to talking shit, yo. Ain't nobody better. Becky's better. But. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> but just, Charlotte I is devastating. Especially when she does it in the ring. She's cruel. cruel. And it feels, I think the thing that's so good about um, Charlotte's smack talk, Becky's feels like smack talk. You know, I always just feel like Becky is so funny and so clever and so witty. Charlotte is cruel. Yes. And with Charlotte, it always feels real. Rhonda, this is your last chance. (sighs) Happy Mother's Day. Speaking of struggles... So is it going to be Rhonda versus Lacey? I would prefer not to speak of that struggle. I would prefer she didn't speak of that struggle. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone, someone's got a big old boner professionally for Lacey. And they shoved her down our throats once and we said, no, thank you. They've shoved her down our throats a second time. And the general consensus seems to be no, thank you. I, I, why are they doing this? It's so uncomfortable. It's so bad. I think that everyone is allowed to tell their own story in the way they want to tell it. it 100%. But this feels exploitive. Like, this doesn't feel... It feels feel... exploitive and it feels uncomfortable. I don't... It's not my business. For years, I have carried the weight and so much pain for and of my family. I've been put through the worst situations by the people that were supposed to love and protect me. But, um... Now it's my time. It'd be different if it was like, hey, I'm writing a book about my experiences. Like, here we go. I'm right. But to use the struggles of your family. And yeah, it sounds like some of them were like, not fucking great. But also, also, it's like not all her struggles, too. It's like other members of her family that can't speak for themselves. And that felt kind of ugly to me. I don't like when people speak for other people. Yes. And I know it impacted her and I know it was relevant to her. Yes. But the one specific moment where she said, oh, and then on my NXT debut, my cousin OD'd in the parking lot. Like, yes, that, that's should, not... That shouldn't have been part of the story. No. I don't know if that... Because that didn't happen to you. That was a terrible tragedy that happened adjacent to something that you was but imagine imagine being like well i was doing my wrestling match and my cousin od how dare they i was like wow ouchies and then she's like showing pictures of people and it's like that's that's yeah and the pictures when they showed the pictures of her dad and she went into so much detail about the abuse and about her family having to move around and the dad bringing them back a it was too much b it was inappropriate and c 
I can't speak to how she felt, but I can tell you how I interpreted it as a viewer. And the way I interpreted it was that she was uncomfortable. Yes. And that's what makes us uncomfortable, I think, because it's wrestling. And because it's kayfabe, you look at something like that where it is uh, essentially, I don't know, I haven't done the research, someone talking about their real life experiences and sharing real life photos of people that this included. Again, you're, it's your story. You're allowed to be as vulnerable, but it's also, it's wrestling. This literally looks like the promos that Nikki was doing where she was like, here's where Brie fucked me over that were fake. And so that is the problem is that you're doing this isn't like it's like her on Broken Skull Ranch telling her story. Yeah, Yeah. no, exactly. That should have been a podcast. Instead of being that's a tweet that should have been a text, that was a promo that should have been a podcast. Exactly. I have a lot of opinions and people are going to yell at me about it. And again, like I said, like people have a right to talk about the things that have happened. Please get in touch with us. Please tell us because I am so curious to know how people react to it. I have been following it online and I'm... the majority of opinions I saw were just like, what? Uh, And people don't know how to react. And I think that's the thing in wrestling um, with Charlotte. So Charlotte's a great example. Exactly. WWE does a great great job of telling us how we should feel about Charlotte at any given moment. Mm -hmm. When they want to put her over as a face, they have a way to do it. When they want to make her a major heel, they have a way to do it. And they are so good at their presentation of her. And she is so good at um, owning herself and knowing herself that I always know how I am supposed to feel about Charlotte. Yes. I have no fucking clue what they wanted to get out of that apart from for me to stop cooking my dinner and come in and be like, what am I watching? Uh, which maybe is what they wanted. They got my attention. We've been talking sure. about it for 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe but- this is what they wanted. But it's not any kind of good or bad heat. It's just make this stop now heat. But I'm down for Charlotte to take some time off. Yes. I, I don't think this has been her greatest title reign and for, for various reasons. I love Charlotte. Mm -hmm. I think she's such a natural talent. I think she is so good. But I do think she fast forwarded far too quickly into the Randy Orton of it all where she's good when she wants to be. Mm -hmm. I think it is time for her to take some real time off. Uh, Let's see how she feels when when she's had a bunch of time off. Yeah, when I will tell you right now, there have been moments when everybody on this podcast has been like, I need a fucking break. I'm I'm doing too much. Heavy <laughs> is the head that wears the crown. And so speaking of crowns, we're going to get to Roman. So Heavy is the arm that holds two belts. Yo! Two belts. Two belts. Um, obviously, like Beautiful SmackDown. Arms. Yo, it has been the Roman show for like so long. And obviously like a, a lot of wrestling has been the Roman show for so long. But uh, now we all like it. It's like 10 years of Yo, it. It's, it's been like 10 years It's of very it. much like when you watch the first two seasons of a show and you're like, ah, oh, this isn't connecting with me. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> or uh, a popular phrase for it is growing the beard, which is in Star Trek The Next Generation, a lot of people were like not into the first season. And the mm. second season, number two, grew a beard and that wasn't why everyone was into it. It was because sometimes it takes another season for everything to gel. And sometimes the first season is the best season. But so I feel like that, that's I where started we are now. Night Court at season three. And I think that's a great place to start Night Court. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So now he uh, he has had himself pulled from all the upcoming live shows. So it sounds like he's going to keep the title. How do you feel about that? I don't know. If he needs to take time off, I'm down with him to take time off. He has been holding this up for so long. Mm. I gotta say, honestly, I wonder if it was not a mistake. 
Or I wonder if it was a mistake to not have The Rock come in and take it off him. Because I don't mm. know. You know, there were so many rumors that that was going to happen. Mm. And then it was like, nope, they're sticking, they're sticking on this path. Um, I don't know who can take it off him. Because even Cody right now, it's not enough. It almost needs to be a Julius Caesar situation where right. it's like the entire roster holds him down. Yeah, and there's like knives and like, you know. him, right? <laughs> at two Use. Like that's yeah, like at two Usi. I don't know how you do it. I would not want him to go with the belts mm. because I don't think that's right when someone goes away I don't with like the belts someone for a uh, up the mountain unless you're nope. actually going to come down I don't think fight. it's cool it's and I think he knows that too mm-hmm. I'm very curious I'm very 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 fucking curious is he taking a couple of months off is he taking between pay-per-views off is it a month that's fine is he still going to be on TV but not wrestle and not do house shows that's fine I know Hal never wants him to lose the belt, so I, I hate to speak out of turn when he's not here. <laughs> but maybe it's time for, for him to drop them. Yeah, you know, that's a really hard one, especially because, like, I, I, I don't... Uh, uh, I think The Rock is fucking done. And you know why? I know, and I, know. I Well, no, no, and, I, and it's not even that he's, he's done 50? wrestling. Like, <laughs> look, after they did that thing that was like, got oh. too much Terra Mana. Yeah, like after they, <laughs> after they did that thing where they were like, oh, it's the anniversary of The Rock's like debut or first pay-per-view or whatever. And we're also yeah. doing this tie-in with this, with this movie that's big on Netflix. And not only did he not fucking show up, even do a fucking yeah. video, he did no, a video for Impact, what, like a week before that? Like sometime in the same month, Makes it's sense. like, ah. They could have Cody challenge for one of the belts. Mm-hmm. You know, Cody could take the raw belt. Yeah. Like they did with Becky, where she lost one belt and then the second, you know, like you could lose one of the well, belts. Well, and that's to separate they're, them they're, again because hmm. obviously a decision was made when they were planning to unify the tag team yeah. belts uh, at Backlash, and then they were like, "Surprise, no, we're not." <laughs> that was so weird. It was so that weird. Was so but weird. also, it is one of those things where I think you're right. If there is the, there's more than one wrestling royal family. Are we gonna fucking mm-hmm. deny that they are exactly. not one of wrestling's royal families? You're 100 yes. percent right. You're and they, they have right. that built-in story. You mm-hmm. can have that built-in story where, you know, Roman comes out, does his tribal chief stuff, does his family stuff, and mm-hmm. then Cody comes out and is like, you know, and he hasn't literally got that family with him, unfortunately, <laughs> due to contractual situation. Um, but there's also power, I think, in Roman coming out with his whole gang and Cody coming out and standing alone. There is power in that. And, you know, his family is his legacy. You know, his dad is always with him and then we all cry. All he needs to say when when Roman says, where is your family? He's Your brother's on another show. He doesn't even stand beside you. You know, Cody can be like, my family always stands beside me and we will all cry. Now we can put his hand over the dream no, tattoo. No, don't do that. Well, you he don't can touch oh, the dream well, no, tattoo. You can actually do that. Just or like, he could be neck wearing neck. a little turtleneck just to cover up his neck and just have a, like, a little cut out <laughs> on the dream tattoo. <laughs> I will make that gear for him. I will make that gear for him. Cody's the only person I can see that can do it right now. And I don't even know if he is there yet. Because I think he and Seth still have one more match to go. Yeah, for sure. But if Cody wins all three, (laughs) which honestly he fucking should, Cody should be the one at SummerSlam, I guess. Yeah. So quickly, before we move on, because we did ask the Nation of Conversation for their thoughts. But I do want to know this. If he bails... What do we think? He's not bailing. He might be going off for a, a good reason. I, that sounds very like, that's what I say, where I'm like, hey, I'm bailing. And it's like, it's from a party. Maybe Roman is Charlotte's wedding planner. I would watch that movie. 
I would watch, I would watch the movie. movie. Um, Netflix hit us oh up. Oh my god! Yeah. So it would be Peacock. It would be a Peacock original movie. It'd but be like, a Peacock. Let's do it, Peacock. I want it. Um, so when he does take his break, what does that mean for the bloodline and Paul Hammond? I think they're fine because it's the Usos. I think they're like it's fine. the Usos. I think they are. Uh, they are top of their game. The Usos are yeah. always going to be fine. <clears throat> as long as they're <clears throat> on the show, <clears throat> as long as they <clears throat> stay out of trouble. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Always fine is a is a bold statement it's bold for statement. Loose. So as we usually do when it comes to these, we asked y'all in the Nation of Conversation because we want to know your thoughts. So Cuddle Punk, oh, that's a great name, on Twitter said, they started watching wrestling in December 2020 and Roman's been champion the entire time. They find it hard to visualize what WWE looks like without him there. New Rules New Life on Twitter is a bit tired of Charlotte in the world title scene. Hmm, that's, I mean, um, it depends on where she's yeah. at, but a bunch of sit, us. You yeah. can sit with us. Yeah, you can like, sit with us. Fine. And would like to see her in a new feud or story where she has to earn her way to the top. Yo, we, I, 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 I don't not agree. Literally I think from she the is minute that she's literally the only person in the entire company. Even including Roman, she is the only person who will never have to do Not that storyline. I think she's the only one. Uh, I he, think Roman has more humility and would offer uh, to do it if it felt appropriate, whereas I think she would just literally never do it as long as she lives. He's the big dog. She will never be the underdog. Um, if you have more to say about Roman, Charlotte, and either of their breaks, please go to our Facebook group the links in our show notes and when we come back you know what we're doing we got them three things from wrestling we want to share with you and that's up next on tyson bites did your neighbor back into your car bring that case to judge judy think the mailman might be the real father give that one to judge mathis but Does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Welcome back to Tides and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I am joined today by Lindsay Kelk. I can normally roll my tongue, and I. <laughs> I haven't practiced. I gotta practice. <laughs> this week, we're gonna share some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> Lindsay Kelk, you're up first. What do you want to put over? So this didn't happen this week. It happened uh, during the drive when we did not put things over because mm-hmm. I was being made to. I mean, we were um, joyously doing an RPG, <laughs> uh, which I definitely loved and, and would love to do again. And we're going to um, do a million times. People keep tweeting at me about it. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> like, don't we're make gonna... this worse for me. <laughs> oh, no, not a success. <laughs> not a success. 
Why oh, did you I'm roll sorry. Them did you roll a nat 20 and now you're cranky like you rolled I a crit one? I'm just a sad victim of my own immense talent, uh, natural <laughs> innate ability as a storyteller. And it's just bit me in the ass again. <laughs> bit me in the ass again. But that's not what I'm putting over myself. I want to put over my friend Phil. <laughs> I'm putting over Punk uh, for his defense of uh, women's reproductive rights. Because he yeah. wore a t-shirt and then he posted himself wearing the t-shirt and then he did my favorite thing, which was post DMs from people who uh, sent him abusive messages and his responses to said DMs. <sighs> and the reason I enjoy that is because this is the return of my beloved peevish punk. Because he yes. doesn't have to go in his DMs. He didn't have to go and look at those yeah. messages. He didn't follow any of those people. Nope. I really, really love peevish punk for mm. speaking up on a very mm-hmm. fucking important topic. Expect to hear me talking about it a whole wide bunch. Like a whole <laughs> lot. I applaud Phil, my friend Phil, for doing the least, but doing it. So thank you so much. We do appreciate it. We're going to need all that help. He may have changed yeah. one mind, you know? He may have changed one mind. We joke that it's like the least that you can do, but it is very hard for a lot of folks. A lot of people don't have like the, the thick skin that Phil has to be able, so they're just like, oh, I'm going to stay out of it. I don't want to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. That's a, a genuinely really dope thing. Um, Julian, do you have anything that you would like to share with us? I'm going to put over SoFi Stadium, also known as the site of WrestleMania Hollywood, aka WrestleMania 39. I got to go there as like a, a as like a tour ticket. You can get do this at most stadium mm-hmm. where they like take you around for a little tour so you can see it and buy stuff afterwards. Yeah. And honestly, like the highlight of it is two things. One is that most of the the chairs, even if you get really cheap seats for WrestleMania, I think you'll still have a really oh, good view of everything that's happening, yeah. which is not a given yeah. uh, at every stadium. Because as they explained to me very helpfully on the tour, no matter where you are, you are it, your seats are never more than two hundred feet away from uh, where the the field is, the act, the center of the stadium, okay, wow. which is cool. I've been there to watch a game, and it and it did feel like that, and it was kind of nice hearing how they like actually engineered it so that it would be fun like that. And the other thing is, if you've seen it on TV, you've seen Chargers or Rams game on TV. There's a really big, it doesn't have a jumbo screen. It has an ocular ring, Oculus ring, one of those things. And you have like an unimpeded view of it no matter where you are and where you're sitting. And TV doesn't do it justice. Like when you're there and you see it, it feels insane. And my mind was already going crazy with thinking of all the things that WWE is going to be able to do with it once once their production team gets a hold of it. So I'm very excited. Even if you're just going to watch it on TV, I think you'll be in for some very, very cool effects and very, very very cool stadium. And if you get to come out here, I think you'll you'll have a good time too. I think it's going to be awesome. And also obviously... Obviously, we're gonna be there, and and, we're, and we'll do and we'll do some kind of like meetup or something so that like yes. we can meet y'all outside. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll figure out some kind of meetup where we can meet up very safely um, within rules because of course we want to see y'all. We love your fucking faces. Mm-hmm. Now, as for me, I've talked about this before: the internet, Twitter, it gives and it takes, and we're all human, and we all have natural human desires. And I don't shame those. We are all very correct um, in having those desires, as you do. Speaking of as you do, Fightful, a very reliable wrestling website, during Backlash, someone tweeted out a sext. It was literally the most vanilla sext I've ever seen or gotten. 
Like I've never seen one. Um, but it was essentially like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing. I moved my hand up your thighs. And of course they had to go back and SRS, um, Sean Ross Sapp. It's like, that's basically his website. He's like, oh, I don't run that Twitter. I haven't ran it in forever. And like, obviously it was hacked. Allegedly. We'll I mean, see. talk There's about no a tweet that should have been a text. <laughs> what? Ooh, yeah. I feel like that was just a copy paste accident. Like I feel like that's one of those ones where maybe you text someone and you realize that there's a typo and then you take it out and then you realize there's like and then you've yeah. already sent it and you go to like uh uh you think that you've copied something else. You go to copy it yeah. and, and then you put it in the place and then suddenly it's like, oh well now I've and told it, it every wrestling fan. So deleting it is more complicated yep. than just deleting the tweet. Uh, what I loved about it I mean, apart from the fact that I'm very glad people are having nice, healthy, presumably consensual fun. It really brought the internet together. Oh. I was going to put over Kota Ibushi losing his fucking mind on Twitter this week, trying to, like, just yeah. write every wrong with New Japan. But I'm like, no, that's that's not cheerful. Um, let's wait till we get a positive update on that, that he's been released yes. and can do whatever the fuck he wants. But yeah, thanks, Sean and your, and your team for uh, giving the internet something to come together over, literally, possibly, in some... I don't know. Uh, for <laughs> During Backlash. It was nice. It was nice to give something that everyone could enjoy. Now, Fightful themselves, they um, they are... They, they don't, like, do the humor stuff, like, on their Twitter. They just, like, basically, like, do headlines of their own articles and, like, link them. Sean Ross Sapp, uh, uh, he, go, he go off. And so he was obviously making jokes because he knew what it was, and that was also part of the delight. So, A, obviously, thank you for that gift. It was amazing. And B, thank you for letting us take the piss out of you because we're fucking gonna. And C, d- don't lie about being hacked, dude. Some Someone, it may not have been you, copy paste it a fucking sext. Own it. It was vanilla. It was nothing. Own it. So that does it for us on this episode of Tights and Fights. And that's where I'm fucking ending. Um, <laughs> as someone who is horny out loud all the time. Um, this horny week on main. Horny on main. The horniest on the main. <laughs> no. Horny on the main account. That's what that was. That was horny on the main account. Oh, what a oh gift. chef's fucking kiss. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk along with me, Danielle Radford. Hey, what are we plugging this week? Lindsay. Books. <laughs> books. Books. Would you believe it? Books. 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 I got books. On a Night Like This is out everywhere now. Uh, the paperback is out in the UK this summer. If you haven't read it already, the paperback will be coming out this July. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's out in America. It's out in Canada. It's out in Australia. It's out in New Zealand. It's out in the UK. Ebook, audiobook. Book, yeah, the book. audio was what I'm listening to right now. Audio is a delight. Uh, Carrie Hope Fletcher read it for us. She is one of our uh, the UK's finest actresses and performers and also authors. What a What a grand woman she is putting over Carrie Hope Fletcher that's what I'm putting <laughs> over uh, and yeah The Christmas Wish is my next book it's up, it's up for pre-order um, so go nuts people just just read a book treat yourself this week read a book audiobooks count as reading mm-hmm. enjoy it read a book Julian plug uh, no you guys can go listen to Danielle Radford on Go Fact Yourself from a couple of weeks ago true. if you did not get to hear that that was a lot of fun uh, that's another show that I work on and you'll have a great time listening to her and John Hodgman uh, answer trivia the whole time they did I tricked them into letting me talk to John well Julian tricked them into letting me talk to John <laughs> Hodgman and it was amazing because I'm a fan um, so I am st- speaking of Los Angeles if you are in town June 2nd I am a part of a show being put on by Ryan Nemeth called the Night of a Thousand Hunks. I'm an official hunk. 
I don't know when that happened, but I'll fucking take it. I'm um, hunk. Uh, and so uh, there's going to be a bunch of us on there. You can find that stuff on our socials. There's going to be wrestling. There's going to be uh, a, a lot of different variety stuff. Special guests, which I don't even know who they are, which means it's probably going to be really, really fun. Dolph Ziggler will be there. Uh, you know, uh, he's probably going to make fun of me. I assume so. I would. I have a podcast. I'd make fun of me. And if he's ever listened to this, I'd extra fucking make fun of me. So yeah, go. You can find all of the details for where you can buy those tickets um if you are around the los angeles area uh, we would love to see you our producer is anyway here's punderwall julian burrell today is gonna be the day that julian makes a pun senior producer at maximum fun is laura swisher mike eagle is the voice behind our theme music so we're putting him over for that thank you once again to all the max fun members that keep the show going literally y'all touched our fucking hearts uh, during you, the Max you, Fun Drive. You, we can't thank you enough. And uh, I am so ready for all of those bonuses. You can't even imagine. We are all so psyched. So make sure that you keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. Julian be going buck as fuck on Titus' fight. Everybody is like, oh, that's a Danielle tweet. No, 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 my friend. They're all Julian fucking tweets. He be going <laughs> buck ass wild. And that's also where you can find the official Tights and Bites t-shirt. And we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, Rassland. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.